0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Kell on Earth Revisited, where you will travel with me, Kelly Karg, back through my life and musings as I celebrate the milestone of 100 chapters and more of the original blog. I have started from the beginning and continue to move through 15 years of observations as I find my voice and my place in the world and reflect on who that person was. So come with me a year after I began this project into Part 4 as I celebrate the achievement of longevity and literacy. Oh, the lessons we are learning. Part 4, Chapter 7, Get Your booty to Spain. July 2012. I love the feel of low ceilinged bars with exposed beams and aged stools. Bellying up and asking for a drink and a pincho is a great way to spend 30 minutes before walking up the street to the next bar for a new and different fare as we pass under carnations in full bloom and gatitos strolling up the stairs to their next meal. Drinking here is very different from how I'm accustomed. Everything about Spanish life is organized around community. So people drink and eat in support of their community. Very rarely did we ever sit leisurely at a bar and drink round after round. I loved watching the older men, the younger couples, the raucous middle-aged ladies going in for a double kiss uh, with the proprietor while eyeing their snack of choice and reaching for their glass. I love the randomness of the glassware we drink from, whether they are for whiskey or wine or beers of different, different sizes, whether they are specific glasses of the bar or recommissioned from historic locales. I'm a beer drinker, so I would order a sarito, which is barely twice the size of a shot, and after our olive, garlic, and anchovy pincho, and a call for cobras, we would swing on out to the next pub down the street. Some days, upon waking after a slice of melón and blearily watching The Running of the Bulls on TV, we would rent a bike from one of Getxo's bike stands and pedal our way down to the beach. Because this part of Spain gets about two total weeks of relatively cloudless skies a year, the rare rash of sunny days that we experienced brought the whole town to the beach during most daylight hours. Just because the sun is out, however, does not always mean that the water listens as quickly to the sun's message. That first day, we didn't have the courage to go in past our ankles because of that oh, oh so startling remembrance that this is in fact the Bay of Biscay in which the little piggies are now cringing. Open water be a cold thing. At the beach, we see people of all shapes and sizes, levels of leather and bad hair. Everyone is topless with no muscle definition in sight. Saggy boobies, saggy booties, leather skin. Burnt nipples are not something I ever needed to see, but there you go. The sand is filled with broken shells and coral and is dotted with the occasional umbrella and mass lounge chairs occupied by smoking, saggy Spaniards. It's pretty cool, actually. Nobody gives a toss that everyone is topless or what anyone looks like. So it's pretty great for self-esteem if it ever existed here in the first place. After beach time or tourist time walking through Getxo, it was time for several rounds of pinchos and saritos, then off for siesta. Dinner didn't begin until nine-ish, so napping from three to six became an amazing part of my day, allowing me to reboot and lay prone for a while. Dinner at a beer station or a hamburger place or a famous sandwich stand or the roast chicken guy who served only chicken and french fries. God, man, the food was so good. (laughs) Tortilla and chorizo and pimiento, reinas, just perfection all around. Other days, we would pack up the car and head to the French border, searching for castles and seaside. Really, no words, since it is exactly how you would imagine it, including big blue skies and flowy fabrics on locals and tourists who are positively drenched with the salty air and the excited shriek of a child on a merry-go-round, soaked in the base laughter from a pub and the realization that you almost got run down because you were standing in the bike lane, dripping in the history of the stacked stones you stand gopping up at. That has been in the same stately pile for 600 years." exactly how you'd imagine it. I feel like I could fill reams on the people of Northern Spain, but for the sake of time and extreme polar opposite views that either group espouses, I will keep it brief. The Spanish versus Basque thing is super interesting to me. In the North and part of France, the Basque are like a separate, um, tribe of what some would call terrorists and they themselves would absolutely not. I don't know if it's an extreme as all that, which it's not, but it's very clearly the mostly most that mostly the Spanish and the Basque don't get along because both groups claim the land and both groups are very attached to their way of living. Most of the time, this is a it's in my blood thing, but certain beliefs go beyond your birthright and become more trendy, kind of like political parties or cliques in high school, but more permanent and unwavering once the line is drawn. The Spanish are clean-cut and traditional, mm, traditional in their dress and mannerisms. They seem to have all the etiquette, rules and the more and the more stable if not snooty, snooty jobs situation. They are the more conservative, the more responsible, generally the more respected. The Basque dress traditionally in their own way, but look more scruffy and boho. More mullets for the guys, more abrupt bangs, and shaggy hair for the girls. Basically, they're as easy to identify here as gang members from different neighborhoods with similar amounts of hostility towards each other. Super fascinating when people watching. On that note, Spain was such a wonderful experience for me that any sense of negativity was only to be reflected on and used in this forum as a sense of context. Such a strange feeling to be in a place where you are the obvious other, but something in me must love that imbalance since I seem to seek it out wherever I go. And since I am so close to my departure for my next other experience, consider this my cue to finally finish this chapter. Six months late. I do love Spain, ah, oh, I love. Um, I wanna start with the uh, Spanish and Basque situation. I didn't, and I still don't claim to be an expert, um, but the kind of justification about how this region um, has a lot of intersectionality regarding the um, Different different groups and how how they kind of work with each other. There are certain symbols that really can't be used because they they are identifiable with either the Spanish or the Basque. Um, it, it was fascinating to me, especially because it was something that I I hadn't seen an equivalent much. Like uh, uh, perhaps perhaps it, now that I'm thinking about it, it could be less of a gang situation because in my head that's what I viewed it that these two like straight out of West Side Story and I know that's derogatory I know that's not right but the idea of different mentalities or like a Romeo and Juliet vibe that it's like this is this group and this is this group and we all we dress differently when like indigenous communities in Bolivia or Peru dress consistently differently than the Spanish or Portuguese communities and so I I assume it's very similar but it was really fascinating to me in Western Europe to encounter such a from I guess it's a class-based division but it's not it's not class it looks classist, because the way that the Spanish dressed is uh, very kind of conservative. A lot of pastels, a lot of pressed trousers, pearls, um, kind of sweater vests, and the Basque seem more... Yeah, boho, as I said in the chapter, and a, a quite a bit punk. Uh, so it it might have trappings of a class war, at least from what I perceive, It's it seems more of a uh, as I said, kind of a tribal awareness, and that I I hate that that word has being has been used as like a sense of barbarism or lack of civility. That's not how I mean it. Um, but it, it was I, I I enjoyed learning about it, and I still feel uncomfortable talking about it because here I am on this talking about something that I know very little about. But it was, I I was sorry to see this, the the conflict that has, from what I understand, is the longest war um, of the 20th century in Europe. Um, And for a lot of people kind of is related to this idea of the the troubles in uh, Northern Ireland as well. So um, putting that, here this was the backdrop of my visit that i had never spain had never been on my radar as like oh i definitely need to go you know you have pamplona you have pamplona Pamplom. why can't i say the word (laughs) the running of the bulls you have you know beachside you have um uh, um, Madrid and all of these amazing Barcelona. You have all these amazing places, but it was a, a community, a culture that I didn't know very much about. And so being there, and my my Mexican Spanish failed me almost completely because the nouns were different. You weren't getting um, you weren't getting tapas like you would in Southern Spain. You were getting pinchos. And you are, you know, Gecho uh, is the the village, the town we were in. G-E-T-X-O, I believe, is how it's spelled. And it's it's this whole other enclave, and it's a very specific part of Spanish and Basque um, country that is that I knew nothing about. And so I I'm presenting it this way because I was fascinated and loved that my guides were there i had tanya i had odette i had antonio um, who were there to kind of show me around and you know lead me in the appropriate directions to things and um i guess i didn't need much guidance because man i was i was gonna love it anyway right we have the amazing food and i gotta say this is Ten years later was when I went back for Christmas into Spain, and uh, I had been dreaming about the food ever since. There's nothing quite like Spanish cuisine, um, and the freshness of it's seafood and it's jamón and it's uh, you know the the pinchos. Uh, oh, I loved about um, tortilla. Like, just stop it. Like, I'm getting hungry again just thinking about it, uh, and. I do find it interesting. Have you been paying attention? Every time I go to a beach, apparently I'm fascinated by people who are average people at a beach. Um, I think we can start calling a spade a spade and Kelly just doesn't ever go to beaches. (laughs) Clearly I am a um, landlubber. I am not much of a sea dweller uh, because all of these beaches are just people who are people and I seem to be I seem to need to comment on it a lot which is becoming not necessarily embarrassing but telling <laughs> like why does this detail seem to fascinate me so much <sighs> probably self-esteem issues uh at the time probably um oversaturation in what I deemed beach appropriate behavior was, but again, you know, I'm from Colorado where we didn't really get all naked very often (laughs) in public, (laughs) so we were a little bit insecure about showing our pasty bodies in a bathing suit or not. (laughs) I don't know. It's probably just me, but I think that's pretty funny. Um, Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I don't. I hope that this chapter read well um, because it was it was a lovely trip where I got to meet a lot of friends' friends. I got to um, just explore, look at cliffside villages, look at castles, eat ridiculously good food, ice cream, um, steaks, and oh, I tried um, blood sausage. That, that, that stands out. I, I don't dislike many foods. Yeah, I don't need to have that again. That was not my favorite. But there were, I mean, Spanish food is up there with me at this point. 2012, I'd have been like, no, I could live quite happily on Spanish food forever. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to thank my hosts for putting up with me, because I think that was a two-week visit and we were, we were doing a lot of the everyday things, and with a, with a friend whose Spanish is subpar, everybody was incredibly gracious with me, so that was a really fun visit. I wanna get your booty back to Getcho again, quite quickly if possible. you so much for joining me here at Kel on Earth Revisited. That's it, guys. That is year four. So I am now two years Myanmar, two years Singapore. And the next time I will see you, we will be in year three in Singapore, where if I am not mistaken, I am taking you straight to Beijing. I'm super excited. That was a fun trip as well. Um, But thank you for staying with me through these four years. Uh, It has been quite a journey uh, and I'm loving to hear how my voice is developing and what I'm focusing on in these. Um, And I hope you have too. see you next year.